The Bearcat Basketball Podcast is now presented by the Healthcare Management Group. Shout out to everyone at HCMG, and thank you for the support. Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. You can catch me on social media, very active on Twitter and Instagram, at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham is spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, at BigMeach41. And thanks to my producer, Stu Holt who's awake right now during the podcast. <laughs> I'm on TikTok Good. at Alex Meacham 41. In the house today, we have, of course, my producer, Stu Holt. Very good. And we have the multi-talented Colin Cruzy, who we debuted last episode, Cruzy Comedy. And today, Colin is going to share with us a little tune. He brought his guitar, Stu. So I hope you're prepared for that. Um, one thing I want to talk about, I know one of the episodes in which it got some traction with this, we talked about uh, Colin Cruzy. Um, he wears shorts no matter the weather. So it could be um, 40 degrees, snow, and here comes Cruzy walking in with shorts on. And... Um, on the flip side of this, I, I want to tell you guys something. So at, at, at practice yesterday for one of my shining star AU basketball teams, uh, what would you say yesterday it was? Was it about 80 degrees at, at the height, I think, yesterday, Stu? About 80. I'd say about 80, yeah. So 80 degrees, and it was practice time, and the kids are supposed to get there about 30 minutes prior to practice. So uh, the kids start filing in. Well, one kid kind of filed in about two minutes before practice started. Keep in mind, it's 80 degrees outside. Colin Cruzy, the kid came in wearing a full-out bubble coat, zipped to the top. Mm. I looked at Isaiah, and I said, oh, and he, had, and he just got here. He, he usually has a big fro, but he got his, he got his hair braided, so they were, the braids were hanging down, and he had his bubble coat zipped up. And I looked at him, and I was really confused because... I said, because you know, Cincinnati, the weather, it'll be 80 degrees one day and it snows the next. Hmm, I know and, what it was. And I said, Zay, I said, is it, did it drop? Is it, is it cold out? And he looked at me, he's like, nah. And I said, okay. Isaiah, you, you just got that coat off clearance, didn't you? <laughs> he said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> He bought a so as you know the winter stuff goes on sale later. He bought a fresh new bubble coat and he said, "I don't care if it's eighty degrees. Y'all gonna see this. Y'all gonna see this bubble coat." And you know what? He wore it for about five minutes. I mean, the the, the team was practicing warming up, and he still had that bubble coat on. Oh wow! So there's a flip side to this whole thing. Okay. Any comments, Stu? <laughs> well, uh, this kid. Uh, yes. Tell me more. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I got a great segue. Okay. Obviously, he saved his money up. Bought that bubble coat. He saved his money. Up. He saved his money to, to buy a winter coat in the springtime, which is which is smart. I get it. Okay, he's gonna be yeah. fresh next winter. He's gonna be fresh. Wait, well, he's gonna be fresh all the way now mm -hmm. until next winter. He's gonna be hot. If you won the lottery, now recently Mike Dewine, our governor, the great state of Ohio, released information that anybody that's got. The vaccine, the, the COVID-19 vaccine is eligible for the $1 million Vaximillion lottery, which I signed up for. So my question to you, we'll start with you, Stu, is mm -hmm. if you won the Vaximillion lottery, what would you do with $1 million? 
Mm. Now, keep in mind, you get taxed on that, so you really don't have one million. But and and also, with the Vaximilian lottery, it's not a case where you can remain anonymous. Mm. They have to announce you as the winner, so you will be all over the paper. Good. You will be on TV. Okay. Everything. Okay. What would you do with one million dollars? You know what I would do. One of the things I'm gonna do, I'm gonna start buying stuff. Bubble coat. I'm not buying no bubble coat. Okay. But I'm a. There's certain places that where I, that I love to go. I love to go to the bookstore. I'm gonna buy one. You gonna buy a bookstore? I'm buying a bookstore. Okay. Now is this a bookstore that just sells? Um, Let books? me rephrase. I'm gonna start a bookstore. Or, wait a minute. Is it just strictly books, or will you have videos? Um, sell some shirts in there, some merchandise. No, 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 no. Look, I know it probably won't be profitable because people don't buy books like that. But that's okay. I'm going to create a, an atmosphere of learning and of books. Now, you can judge me all you want. You ask me the question. Let me, let me, let me, let me talk about it. That's the first thing. You got to buy at least one gold chain or something. Come on, man. Nope. Then there's a restaurant. Okay. Oh, I like where this is going. There's a restaurant that I love dearly. Should I name it? I know. You know you don't. No, you don't. This is not Eli's Barbecue? It ain't Eli's Barbecue. My favorite restaurant in the oh, whole world. Oh, the chicken joint. Which one? The, I forget the name of it, but it's like, yeah, the chicken joint you were talking about. Yes. Joe Ellis is... When I, when I Take tell, your time, brother. When I tell y'all... <laughs> Take your time When I it. tell y'all, the last time I ate it, when I was done, you're, cruising, getting, you're getting emotional. When right I now. was done, when I was done, I really started thinking about my life. I was like, you know, Damn. all my life, you know, I've been eating chicken, but this, this right here is just—it was next level. I, it made you emotional. I almost, I, I what, almost cried. What type of chicken was it? It's called Big Wings, and it's the, it's the, it's the heat level and the flavoring that really makes it what it is. It's called. Uh, the Ellis Fave is the heat level in the in the in the the seasoning, and then you mm. got the JoJo sauce that you dip in it. The JoJo sauce, and then you got the mac and cheese, the mashed potato. But the JoJo sauce, I don't know what I don't know what's in that, but it's it can't be it can't be touched. So okay. I can eat it every day. So what are you doing with the million dollars? I'm buying a Joe Ellis. You're, you're buying one, a franchise, franchise, and you're you're putting another one in Cincinnati. I'm putting another one. Wow. I'm putting another one. And I'm going to put it in a strategic location, if you know what I mean. Because mm. there's not one in a certain type of location. Mm. And I think it will blow up. Mm. It will blow up. Interesting. Now, I know you guys aren't uh, West Coast guys. Um, I'm a West Coast guy. Go to Los Angeles quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And one of the restaurants that I do frequent, I don't eat a lot of stuff, but I frequent Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And one of the items on the menu is called the Obama special. Mm. Have you ever heard about this? Mm -mm. Oh, if you say Obama special in LA, everybody knows what that is. That's at Roscoe's chicken and waffle. You get some fried chicken and waffles <clears throat> and it's a, it's, it's a certain, certain way. So if you're, if you're in Los Angeles or if you're listening on there and you've been to Roscoe's chicken and you know about the Obama special, mm. so make sure you get the Obama special if you're on, you're on the West coast. Okay. Very so good. We'll make sure you get cruising. Why don't you come up? Why don't you come over here so people can hear you, Stu? Could you give him the mic real quick? Very oh, he, good. Stu, he went to go get the chair. Oh, man, he went to go get a chair and everything. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell us? Because I'm very interested in this. What you would do if you won the Vaximilian lottery? Uh, well, if I won, I would also uh, I'd buy some things. Um, I would start things off. Not um, a bubble coat, though. Probably lots of shorts. I would get a lot of shorts. My first thing would, would probably be some investing. I'll do some investing so my money can kind of last. See, uh, I, only, I only say that. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because I'd I don't expand always my spend portfolio. my portfolio. I don't always spend my money wisely. But uh, once I have that under wraps, uh, got to go with the shoes. I love shoes. So I'll get what some shoes. What shoes are you getting? Uh, like one pair in particular or... Um, you know, well, you've got, if you've got a million dollars, you've got to get that, like, like shoe, that dream shoe, that dream shoe. I gotcha. Oh, let me think. I feel like I should be able to answer this pretty fast. Um, well, I did put you guys on the spot. I didn't prompt you on what I was going to talk okay. about with this. Okay. So I, I, I wanted to be kind of spontaneous, but obviously Stu was ready. He had the bookstore and the chicken joint ready. So you've got stocks. I got You're stocks. Uh, oh, he's got something too. 
Um, stocks, uh, shoes, uh, and then uh, you know what? I I, I would love to. Uh, I'd buy like a little island, not a big island, like a little island. Uh, have a nice nice house there. Uh, maybe put like a recording studio there. Set it up real nice. And then uh, my last thing on the agenda would be uh, the banana bread. I gotta hit that hard. I gotta. Is, are you gonna form your own br- banana yeah, bread my, company? Yeah, my own brand, and uh, we're gonna branch out. Uh, it'll be in every Kroger's uh, restaurants, maybe. I like this. And uh, we're gonna make sure we got that secret recipe down. So what? What would you call? What would you call the banana bread? That's a great question because it's gotta have a good name. Uh, let's see here. Oh, man. Why don't you think about that? I'm going to have to come back to you on that come one. Back I'll, come, to I'll come back to you guys This has got to be a part of your business plan. Okay. Okay? Because, you know, you might have some investors that, that might be listening. For sure. And, like, that's something I don't want to rush because I think the name is very important. So I agree with you. So any investors out there, if you guys want to kind of help me figure that out, we can, we can talk business. and uh, banana bread business. Yeah, and get this show on the road. So And, and you just said something that we're going to segue into in a little bit, and that is on your own island – have your own music studio. I would love that. Which, in a few, we're going to date. Last last time we debuted your comedy, what was it, three minutes but or five minutes? We extended it a little bit. We got a little extension, a little, got, little extension, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gave you a little, like, soccer. Yeah. We're, you, you brought your guitar today. I did, I did. Well, that's the other thing. I would buy way too many guitars if I, <laughs> that was probably one thing I was forgetting the most. I would buy. Way too many guitars, for sure. So um, we're going to have you do a song shortly. Okay. But I, th- I think Stu wanted to say one more thing. Did you have another? Right, let's you, ask give, give Stu the mic. You, you had another thing you'd buy if you won the million dollars? Not at all. Not at all. But it came to me. It doesn't have to be two separate things. Combine the restaurant. Into the, uh, into the books. Boom. Chicken and books. Guess what? Very good. Very good. And we're going to have a special... Not jalapeno cheese grits. You ready for this? For cruisy, banana bread grits. This is this is going south very quickly. <laughs> this is this is tying everything in just too too well. <laughs> oh God, it cruisy. Um, well, well, speaking of that, I'm going to tell you guys quickly, and, and some of this will kind of uh, fly over your head, but I'll I'll kind of give you guys a little backstory. So. Um, one of the things that I would do if I won the Vaximilian lottery, which I have plans on winning this, so I guess May 26th might be the day at 729 they announce it. Mm-hmm. Um, why? I have that down on my calendar, yes. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I would start a restaurant. Mm. The restaurant I would start, and I tweeted about this and posted on Facebook, I would start a restaurant that is a Bearcat basketball-themed restaurant called The Shoe. Good. And it is named after the Fifth Third Arena, which, you know, back during the the heyday, it was the Shoemaker Center, and everybody called it the Shoe. Now, the tie-in for me, which is very obvious, is I'm a shoe collector. I'm a big shoe guy. Ties in the shoe and shoes. So there's a tie there. So the Bearcat theme. So so follow me on this. All the servers will wear throwback jerseys. We'll get some. We'll get some like you know inexpensive throwback type jerseys made, and they'd be the jerseys of you know former famous former players. For example, Bobby Brannon. Um, in in the the server who's wearing in the server can pick and wear a different throwback jersey on whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. But if you throw in a Bobby Brannon one, you have to get. He used to have this barbed wire tattoo. And that was kind of like his his big thing. So you got to have the barbed wire fake tattoo when you wear the the, the Bobby Brandon <laughs> throwback jersey. If you're Leonard Stokes or Dermar Johnson throwback, you have to wear a headband. Okay. If you're Ryan Fletcher, you have to wear the long white socks. If you're John Meeker, the former walk-on, you have to have a talon and wave it around. So th- these are like all things that when people think of some of these former Bearcat greats. There's things that tie them together. Now, all the servers, I will make sure they're in Jordans. Good. I'll, I'll make sure they get a, a pair of Jordans for working there. Now, 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 what kind of started the idea on this for me was back in the day, and you guys might be too young for this, but there used to be a restaurant called Hugs Inn, and it was uh, right near Hyde Park Square. Um, it would uh, Rookwood area, I guess. 
and you go in and they have like a, a mini half court where you can go and shoot as you wait for your table or food to be ready. And it was just all Bearcat kind of themed. It was a hugs in. But it it, it, it it didn't go to the extent of which I'm talking about going to. So I'm talking about the menu. Every item on the menu will be named after a former player. For example, you guys might not know all these, but some of the Bearcat listeners on the podcast will recognize this. We'd have the Bobby Brandon Burger. We'd have the Curtis Bostic Black Bean Burger. Now, if you know who Curtis Bostic is, he's probably one of the most in shape bear cats of all time. So you got to have some sort of lean type of, you know, uh, food named after him. We'd have the Terry Nelson teriyaki chicken, but there's an extra charge for it. You guys don't get it. Terry Nelson was known for taking the, the charges. Yeah. Ah, Good. extra charge for the chicken. The Kenyon Martin melt. The Jelly Jones role. There was actually a player named Jelly Jones back in the day. Um, D'Antonio Wingfield's Wings. Mm. The Big O Triple Double Decker Sandwich, which uh, I think Cruzy would like that. Um, Gail Catlett Catfish Sandwich. He was one of the old coaches. Now, this is this is something I'm, I'm sure Cruzy would really enjoy this, but uh, the bar that we have there would serve shots called the Gunslinger. Named after Lizelle Durden, who's one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time, and his nickname was the Gunslinger. So you're gonna throw back shots, but you gotta do them in threes, though. Okay? Oh, you, you, you Cruz, you'd, you'd enjoy that, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll test that out for you. I'm sure you test it out. <laughs> We'd have uh, Ryan Fletcher fries. We'd have Andre Tate or Tots. <laughs> <laughs> Tate or Tots. Tate or Tots. We'd have. You remember I interviewed Art Long, mm-hmm. who was accused of. Punching the horse, Toby. Good. We'd have the Art Long horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have Cumberland's coffee, Good. which is slow brewed in an urn. Mm. Now, you, you don't, you know, you guys don't. You haven't heard the story about Jaron Cumberland and and Coach Brandon. Apparently, had a oh, yeah, meeting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Coach Brandon made him burn something in an urn in the meeting, it's and it was, it was, it was. It was kind of bizarre. Oh, so man. Cumberland Coffee is slow brewed in an urn. <laughs> um, you have Maychuck's Meatloaf, Darnell Burton's Doggy. Um, for those that remember Darnell Burton, another three-point sharpshooter, his nickname was Doggy. Mm. We have the Lou Banks Baby Back Ribs, Brad Jackson's Brownies, Eric Hickory Smoked Chicken, Tony Barbecue Sandwich, the Herb Jones Roasted Chicken, Tay Baker potato, cashmere's casserole served with a side of Yancey's yams, <laughs> Buford's blue cheese, Damon Flint double decker cheeseburger. Good. Now keep in mind the size when you order drinks, fries. Our sizes are small, medium, large, and Biggie McLean. See what I did there? Very good. Now for dessert. Meach cobbler pie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> now, when the restaurant closes, the last 30 seconds, every worker there has to yell, it's ter- Tobler time, and everyone takes a shot. So Zach Tobler, the former walk-on, only gets in the last 30 seconds. When he gets in, everybody yells, it's Tobler time, and they want him to shoot a shot. Mm. At the end of every night, if you're in there, last 30 seconds, you get a shot. Guy yells, Tobler time. The kids' menu is called Mixed Minis, Mm. you know, Mixed Short. The appetizers are Nick the Quick Bites after Nick Van Axel. So I've really put a lot of thought into this. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm just giving you, now, I don't don't want to take credit for all this. I've, I've come up with some of this stuff. Bearcat fans, threw out some different ideas. So I, I kind of mixed in some of the Bearcat fans' ideas. I think this restaurant would go. I think it would be a great idea. Now, mm-hmm. that menu would be one of the most extensive menus in Cincinnati. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> That's a big menu. So we probably have to shorten it up a little bit. Yeah. So what do you guys think about my idea? I think it's it. I think it's it. And you know where you know, mm, you know where it should be at? Talk to me. Inside of the arena. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I like that. I like it. I like that. Yeah. Well, after I win the Vaximillion, yep. um, just be prepared for the shoe. Very good. Now, s- speaking of the shoe basketball, a rapper just dropped a new album, and he also has a pro career right now, and that's J. Cole. So J. Cole um, just dropped his uh, album off-season, which is funny because there's such a there's such synergy right now. And Stu, I know you agree with me on this. There's there's such great synergy between hip hop music and basketball right now, sports in general, but basketball specifically. I mean, you hear yeah. a lot about um, you know rappers dropping basketball players' names, you know, in their songs. They they drop Steph Curry with the Shot Boy, mm-hmm. uh, do the Rockabye, you know, Westbrook. I mean, yeah. you're hearing all these references. Um, and J. Cole, on the cover of his album, there's a picture of him standing there in the background. There's a basketball hoop that's on fire Yeah, on the album cover. And uh, J. Cole recently uh, signed to play professional basketball in, um, I believe, uh, Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So I think he's over there playing right now while his album is out. His album dropped. He's actually put. It's a brilliant marketing scheme. So he put a lot of put a lot into it. And by the way, I think personally... This is J. Cole's greatest album hmm. thus far. Stu, have you heard the album? I've heard it. I've heard uh, a good amount of it, and uh, it's really good. It's really good. And I think the amazing thing is um, I might be mistaken, or I could be wrong, but his level of his, his stature as a rapper, I don't think there's ever been somebody like that who uh, – is also playing professional a professional sport at the same time. You know what I mean? You've had athletes who are professional athletes try to rap, but J. Cole, yeah. at his level of being an artist, I don't think there's never been another. The only one that's done it that, but I don't think he was a type of artist, J. Cole, and that's Master P. While Master P was mm. dropping No Limit, he played for the Hornets. But that was not, that was a... Um, exhibition scat like i think the nba was on strike or something like that but master yeah. p dabbled with a little bit master master p could hoop back in the day let's not let's I'm, not get it twisted hey. j cole can hoop too yeah he he can he can hoop yeah he can hoop two he chains can, he can hoop two chains can hoop he can hoop i mean they can hoop did y'all see the highlights <laughs> the j cole highlights you see them uh no yeah no. i don't know what it was from I saw the like I, I saw the yeah, I saw the stat. Like, give that, him a break, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's first that, that boy, that boy switched. They late for the night. <laughs> if they, if you played a professional basketball game right now, give a high five to somebody is in the highlight. If if they put you in a game right now, Stu, in a professional game, yeah, what would your stat line be? I'm having probably twenty. I'm having twenty points. Come on, Stu. I'm having 20 points. Stu. I'm having at least 10. Stu. I'm having, I promise you. I, prom- I, I, think, I promise you. Stu. I promise you. Stu. I promise you. I think you need more time in this library where you just kind of <laughs> read and meditate I, on some books. If I get put in a professional game overseas, if I'm going his league, the league he's in right now, I'm going to have at least 10 points. Well, um, we're going to segue. Um <laughs> Colin, um, can you give the mic to Colin? Did you hear the J. Cole album? Um, I have not listened to it yet, but um, I'm going to say it's going to be kind of hard to top uh, 2014 for Souls Drive, in my opinion. But well, I still haven't listened to it yet, gotta so I got to I gotta do that this week and uh, get back to you. But um, another rapper, I don't know if you know uh, Sheck West, he had, uh, he had a big hit a couple years ago with Mobamba. Yeah. Um, he loves basketball as well, and um, he just signed a deal in Paris, I believe. So he's uh, another rapper who's uh, playing big time. I did not know that. Making that transition. So, uh, Sheck West? Oh, wow. I did not know that. I, I, believe, okay. I believe it's a professional team in Paris. So, we're if the, I'm wrong. We're at the uh, fact check. That yeah, might be fake news. That, that might be yeah. fake news. Check before you, believe me. I'm pretty sure, though, it's a professional team. You might uh, check Stu, that can for you, me. Can you Google search that uh, yeah, to make check, sure? Check that for me. Check that for me. Cruzy, I want you to do me a favor. What's that? Um, as we're talking about music, I'd like for you to go grab your guitar. Okay. Bring your guitar over. Now, last week... Bearcat fans, um, we had Cruzy doing some comedy, and because uh, we think Cruzy's funny. Uh, now Cruzy plays he plays music at different. I guess would you would you call them taverns, Cruzy? Yeah, taverns, okay, so tavern taverns, restaurants, and all that good stuff. So he's breaking out his guitar. It, would you call your guitar? Is that Lucy? Uh, I don't know. 
I go. Think this one is. You got This one is. Uh, this one is somewhat new, so I, I haven't uh, haven't named it. Do yet. you name your guitars? Um, I've thought about it. I haven't named my other one yet either. So um, I'm, if I, if it's one of those things like if I find a name like I think that fits, then I'll I'll go with that. But we're You're, still working on that. Okay. So you have a song picked out. I asked you I to do. bring your guitar and sing a song. I didn't ask you what song it was, but you have it prepared. I do. You gave me a couple options, so uh, I went I went off that. Oh, you so, went off my. Oh, I totally oh, yeah. forgot that well, I did. Yeah, I gave you, you, you three. You said I had to pick uh, out of those three artists. So. Uh, well, I was, I was, I was kidding, but I wasn't bullying you to to. to, oh, to I, th- I thought you were being you, dead serious. So. I I know sometimes I come across like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm anxious to hear this. So can you tell us what we're what we're yeah, listening so, to? Yeah, uh, so I, I thought I'd go with some Kings of Leon. I know it was. Uh, <laughs> it, was your, it was your birthday. Uh, guess guess who's coming to town? <laughs> Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon's yeah, coming right. to Riverbend, yeah, baby. Right. But I know it was your birthday last week, and uh, if we were going to have the podcast last week, I was like, you know what, i got to give him some Kings of Leon. So. Well, you're a good man. That's, uh, that's, that's you, who I went with. So, yeah. so wait a minute. So let me ask you this. Did you have to learn the song and practice it? or um, how's Yeah, that work? I had to practice it and get it down. And uh, I, have a little, I have a little cheat sheet here just so I make sure that I stay on, stay on, stay on track. But, uh, yeah, I definitely put some time and just uh, get a feel for the song because uh, I haven't played this one before. So Let me tell you something. So I turned 45 last Wednesday. And I made a promise to a friend of mine, and I told him when, I, so he turns 45 right. next week. I said, when we turn 45, we have to learn a new instrument. I think I, I saw that. Did you tweet that? I did tweet okay. that okay. because I think in life, we, the older we get, I think we get away from learning, right? It's like, you know, people become parents, and they want to tell their kids what to do. And we're always telling, go do this, go do that. We don't. We stop having teachers. We have. We stop having people give us information to learn. So I want to be a student again. So I'm going to learn the piano. So we've got to start a band. We're going to start a band, <laughs> and, and Stu it. and Stu will be our our main vocalist. Good. There you go, Stu. Okay. Good. All right. So I'm I'm super excited about this uh, Kings of Leon. I, th- I thought you would be. I what song? You would be. Uh, it's a uh, you somebody. <laughs> That was my favorite one, so I had to, I had to go with that. Pies, cakes and pies, cakes and pies. All right, you ready? Um, give me one you got, second. You got to get your here. pick out? Yeah, I got my pick out. Make sure it's in tune. Hey, you can sing, yeah. If you know it, uh, feel free to. Stu, you know this song? This is exciting. I think I got a string out of This might be the greatest here. podcast of all time. Here we go. All right, we're good now. All right. What was that? Was it, was that a, it was a little app, a little, t- yeah, little tuning app. app. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. That got you. What the, what the app got you? It, uh, yeah, it's just like you can play each string and it uh, tells you if it's if it's in like standard tuning or not. So this is so a nice, neat little little tool to have. Back in the day, you'd have to have a little like little machine that did it, or you yeah. have to learn how to do it by ear, which uh, takes time. So I'm not I'm not there yet, but maybe uh, maybe at some point we'll get there. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Colin Cruzy doing Kings of Leon, You Somebody. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Okay, Cruzy. Painted faces fill the places I can reach You know that I could use somebody You know that I could use somebody Someone like you and all you know and how you speak Countless lovers under covers of the streets You know that I could use somebody You know that I could use somebody Someone like you Okay Someone like you, somebody Someone like you, somebody 
I've been running around, always looking down at all I see. There we go. Cruzy! That's my first podcast. Playing, playing ten out of podcast, ten. Hey, if this is the voice, my chair's turning around. My chair turned around. Go hit the button. Colin Cruzy, ladies and gentlemen. Sexual chocolate. Sex. I appreciate it. That appreciate was excellent. It. Thank you. Thank you. So that that was your first time. You you just learned that song. Yeah, I just and learned that was that this week. Um, good for you. So uh, yeah, I, I should have turned tuned it a little better. It might have been a little out of tune there, but uh, like I said, little, that was my first time playing on a podcast. So that was uh, that was something different. Hey, I enjoyed it. I appreciate you having me uh, play on here too. It was we'll, nice. we'll we'll have to do this more often. So next time. We're gonna do. I want you to do a Bieber song. Bieber song, okay. And I'm gonna pick out the the exact Bieber song I want you <laughs> I was to do. Gonna say, you might have to pick one out for me. I'll pick one out for you. I, I know the exact one because uh, he did an acoustic version of it. Okay. So I think it would be right up your alley. That was excellent. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad if you, you get a record deal out of this, I get ten percent. Okay. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, you, you'll be my uh, you'll be my manager, Stu, my background singer. And I was impressed with Stu coming in. Like, yeah, I like yeah, Stu. You hop somebody. on it. He was like, he had the, he had the old, he, you, he came in with the old temptations, like, you some, I like that, that was, that was great. Hey, I want to, I want to say this real quick, um, Stu was recently at a baseball game, and he was at the baseball game, and the baseball game nearly stopped because a song came on. (laughs) Stu, take the microphone, and will you tell... Will you tell Bearcat fans what song came on? And, and I want to I want to talk a little bit about the backstory of this. Well, you know, they were doing walk up songs. You know, when the, when the the baseball players each player when they coming up the bat. It's a high school baseball. It's game. a high school baseball game, right? It was their senior night, right? It was their senior night, and so they had them do their walk up songs or whatever. And um, a song came on, and as soon as the song came on, I had to text Meech and Cruzy because. Uh, it is. It's just. It's an anthem for some folk. Uh, <laughs> and and I thought it would make Cruzy very excited and proud. Uh, oh, bump bump bump. <laughs> Sweet Caroline came on. I was like, oh, amazing. Tell tell the audience the reaction to that song. Oh, it was it was hooray! Like it was it was. <laughs> <laughs> the umpire stopped the game. <laughs> You know, the, both dugouts came out, you know, came and, together. Just, and just came together, and it was just one big moment. Uh, so I I'm kid you not. I can't make this up. I saw this one old lady. She she teared up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, So I, I'm so glad you texted me that because, for those yes. who don't know, we've got like an ongoing joke, but th- that song, for whatever reason, I don't care where you are, if, if you're in certain... In certain situations, people go crazy. It came on during the NFL draft, and Goodell literally stopped, and he went out and started singing it to the crowd. It, it is, it is insane. It's, uh, it's the white national anthem. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? It, 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 it is, really is, though. It, really it is, is the white national anthem. It I is. agree with you one hundred percent. And and I I hate to say this, but. I dislike that song. So if that song comes on, if you, if anybody out there ever wants me to leave, just play that song and I'm out. Just put it on. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I, I can't hear that song anymore. I'm just like, I, I'm done with it. <laughs> now, a question for Stu. Stu, if Sweet Caroline is the white national anthem. Mm-hmm. What song is the black national anthem? Like if 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 you're at the if you're at the barbecue, mm-hmm. if 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 you're somewhere and that song comes on, everybody stops. See, there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs. There's a few songs that could be seen as that. Um, What's the Sweet Caroline equivalent? Mm, I. Hmm. Let me think. Now I know the song that gets everybody up and dancing. That's Cupid Shuffle. That's one of them. Yes, yes. Well, I'm trying to think of like a like a song you would hear. Yeah, that people just that would play start playing, 
And you would be like, I don't know, Mitch, what do you think? You know, and honestly, I, did, I haven't put that much thought into this. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is something that you need to read while I'm doing the podcast. Here's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. While I'm, when I'm diving into the Bearcat portion of this podcast, I want you to research that. And when we get to the end of the podcast, I want you to tell me what you've discovered. Okay. Is that a deal? That's a, that's a deal. Okay. Uh, Cruzy, thank you again for performing. And no uh, next episode, we have uh, Colin Cruzy doing... Justin Bieber. Bieber? Bieber. This segment is sponsored by the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. They have a new flexible bachelor's degree that will allow you to graduate conveniently and affordably. You won't lose any credit or have to start over. So I want to dive into two different topics. I want to start with uh, John Cunningham, the athletic director at the University of Cincinnati. I recently had a meeting with him. so he actually, uh, John Cunningham actually texts me, and you know he was excited that um, you know they just hired Wes Miller. Now this was a while back. He texted me and he said, "Hey, I want you to I want you to meet up with Wes. I think it's very important that you two have a conversation," which we did. I met up with Matt Wes. We had a conversation. Went very very well. And then I reached back out to John Cunningham and I said, "Hey, I met up with Wes Miller. Had a great conversation." You know, thank you so much uh, for for telling you know reaching out. And he goes, "Hey, I want to meet with you." So uh, John Cunningham's secretary texts me. We set it up. Um, Beth, uh, Beth set it up. She's a fantastic person, by the way. Really, really nice lady. Been to university for a long time. So set up a meeting. Go meet John Cunningham. Uh, we met for about uh, 30, 40 minutes, and kind of talked about the hiring process, what he was looking for. And I think the in his eyes, the vision going forward for UC Athletics, and I really like the plan he has in place. I mean, it's it's aggressive. I don't think he's released, and I can't really talk about some things that we talked about in the meeting, but I think his plan for UC Athletics is aggressive, and it's, it's right on point to kind of get UC Athletics at the top of Division One sports, like football, and football's rocking and rolling. Like he, he, he really bragged about the job Luke Fickle's doing, Luke Fickle's staff, and he talked about kind of mirroring that, um, that formula on the basketball side. And I think it came down to John Cunningham talking about, hey, Wes Miller putting together a strong staff, kind of like Fickle has. Now, like, like you think about Luke Fickle. I think he's done a great job, but who doesn't get enough credit for Luke Fickle and the Bearcats football success is his staff. I mean, his staff is killing it. Obviously, he had Marcus Freeman leave and go to Notre Dame, and he was a big part of that, but he's got a tremendous staff. So looking on the basketball side, it's very important that Wes Miller makes the right hires to kind of duplicate. And I know football's different, but just kind of creating, you know, a staff that will create a culture that will take Bearcat basketball to that next level. And so, and so John talked about that in our meeting. And I'm going to jump into Wes Miller's staff and who he's hired so far here in a little bit. But I want to finish up with a little bit more of our conversation. Um, one thing I took away from my meeting with John Cunningham, and that was my first time actually sitting and talking with him uh, in person. Uh, we had a conversation before last basketball season started, uh, we talked on the phone for a little bit. Uh, but this is the first time I met him face-to-face. Uh, we kind of went back and forth on a couple topics. And I left there like, man, this is a very, very smart guy. And I, I think, like, if there's one quality I think I have, and, and one quality I have is being able to identify smart people good people. And I think I get that from my mom. My mom's really good at surrounding herself with good people, people that are intelligent. In a lot of ways, she, she'll say, you got to put people around you that are smarter than you in certain aspects to kind of help elevate you. And <clears throat> after leaving that meeting with John Cunningham, I'm just like, man, this is a really smart guy. And I know, and I told him to his face, I said, you were getting crushed on social media. During the you know the firing of John Brandon, the the length of time it took to hire Wes Miller, we didn't hear from you. 
So we kind of talked through that process, and it really made sense what he said and, and why he did what he did. Now, some of the things I can't really discuss, that's something that he'll have to um, eventually talk about. I don't want to, you know, steal his thunder from that, but I was very, very impressed with uh, John Cunningham. And, and my hope is, after leaving that meeting, my hope is that we can keep a guy like John Cunningham around, Luke Fickle around, and Wes Miller around for a while, and those three can kind of grow and take this athletic department to another level. And based on the things that I heard in that meeting, I think it's very, very possible. I I really like the things that I heard. Uh, We also talked about recruiting. So John talked a little bit about Luke Fickle's recruiting, especially from a local standpoint on how he's crushed it not only locally, but even just the state of Ohio and how important that has been for Luke Fickle's success. And he talked about that with Wes Miller. John actually asked me, like, who are the top kids in Cincinnati? Who are the top kids in the state of Ohio? Like, who do you, who do you recommend? He, that was a question he actually asked me. So I kind of threw out, you know, a couple names. I'm not going to mention them now. And I said, hey, I think these kids would be you know, a couple of them will be stars right away. Others will be building blocks. But I said to him, I said, I think one thing that's key, one thing that Bob Huggins did was he, he, built, he built such a fandom around Bearcat basketball. And you have to build that fandom. And one of the ways you build that, I think, is to get local kids that are stars in our area. That's going to also sell tickets. So if a local kid... Um, i.e., let's say Maceo Teague. Um, Maceo goes, uh, I think he went to Ashland out of high school. Is that correct, uh, Stu? Um, um, he went to... Did, did, that go, did he go to Ashland or... No, Ash, UNC Asheville is what you're UNC thinking. Asheville. I'm sorry, U, um, UNC Asheville. Yeah. Then he, then he, uh, he ends up at Oregon, obviously. Baylor. Uh, ba- I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm all <laughs> over the place. Color, <laughs> Color scheme. <laughs> Baylor. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays for Baylor, right? And he's like, no. Nah. He, he, he plays for Baylor. Baylor. He, he plays for Baylor. I said he plays for Oregon. The right? green and yellow so mix you up. Like, yeah. yeah, it mixed mix, mix me up there. But, <laughs> but, but, I mean, okay, so my point is, you know, kid like Maceo Teague um, wins a national championship, um, one of the stars of the team, uh, local hero. I think there are some kids in our area in the state of Ohio that could that want to be Bearcats, that I think would end up being local heroes that helps lead us. So, I mean, just think about if if the Bearcat basketball program reaches a height of success and makes it to a championship game, and it's led by one or two local kids, like that's huge. In my eyes, that is huge for you know kind of building that fandom. So. John Cunningham and I talked about that. He completely agreed uh, with that formula. And the great thing is, I think, during the hiring process of Wes Miller, that was a big conversation. And so Wes Miller was in agreement with that in the process from a recruiting standpoint. Now, obviously, with Wes Miller getting the job and, I mean, gosh, at the time, I don't know if he had four or five, whatever, kids on the roster at the time he gets the job. So he had to go out and do a lot of work, obviously, with Mikey Saunders coming back, um, uh, Matson coming back out of the portal. So he had a lot of work to do in terms of going out and getting transfers in, recruiting some kids. And he's done a tremendous job, in my eyes, of helping, you know, putting together, I, I want to say they may be at 13 scholarship kids now on the roster which has been impressive, and I think, he's, I think he's put together a diverse group of players from a standpoint of diversity of, of style of play on the court. So, I, But there are a lot of guards, but I think these guards do some different things. But I think what's been more impressive is Wes Miller's staff that he's put together. And that's, this is probably the one thing that I want to talk about this podcast, if, if people – ignore everything else besides Cruzy's uh, song, which he did a great job on. Uh, the one thing I want people to take away from this is how impressed I am with this staff. And here's why. <clears throat> um, what, Mike Roberts is one of his assistants. Uh, Mike was at um, IU for, I believe, about two years. 
And prior to IU, he was at UNCG with Wes Miller. So he had a prior relationship with Wes, kind of knows what Wes is about, knows his system. Uh, Mike Roberts played at IU. I met him, I think last week I met him. He's a big dude. Like, he's super tall. He, he looks the part, no question about it, um, as being a basketball coach. And so I, I think Mike Roberts will, will prove to be um, definitely a very good hire. Uh, Andre Morgan, <clears throat> uh, another assistant that he hired, uh, I believe he was at Middle Tennessee State prior to coming to the Bearcats. Prior to Middle Tennessee State, he was at UNCG with Wes Miller. Um, he played college basketball as well, I think Kennesaw State and North Georgia. But, but I think if you look at those two guys right there, the key is here are guys that worked with Wes Miller at some point. They know him. They know him decently well to extremely well, know what he wants, so they can kind of hit the ground running right away. There's not this large kind of getting to know each other, feeling it out, you know, this, let me see what my boss wants me to do. They kind of know. It's like, boom, hit the ground running. You know what I want. So I really, really like that. Now, the next hire he made, Chad Dollar, I think, is like the key piece. He comes from Georgia. Before Georgia, he was at Auburn, Georgia Tech, played at South Florida. His brother's Cameron Dollar that played at uh, UCLA. But the key with Chad Dollar is he can recruit. And I believe he can recruit that next level player. And you need that guy on staff that you can say, go get that McDonald's All-American. Go get that game changer. And I believe Chad Dollar is that guy. So as you look at Mike Roberts, you look at Andre Morgan as, as two guys that kind of mm -hmm. That fit an important piece, but Chad Dollar fitting that ultimate recruiting piece of helping getting that next game-changing player. I really, I really like this staff. Um, just those three guys alone, I, I really like what he's put together with that. And listen, what happens in college basketball, which is very, very different than um, college football, in college basketball. You have a figure, you, you have your figurehead, you have Wes Miller, who's the head coach. The assistants, as much as people think they do a lot in games and this and that, and they do, one of their main duties is you go out and you get me players. Head coaches think they know it all. They have all the plays they want. They're the only ones standing up in the game. You know, so they want you to go get them players. You look at football. Luke Fickle has a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. There's all these different coaches that have major responsibilities. It's not really like that in college basketball or basketball in general, but, but specifically in college basketball, the main job or one of the main job of the assistant is to locate and recruit high-level players and get them to university. So my hope is um, – that the staff he's put together will have the ability to do that because I think the window, like next year, I think he's brought in some good players. It'd be a great building block. We'll get a chance to see kind of Wes Miller's system. But, you know, the next two years are going to be crucial in terms of seeing what type of guys they bring in. Um, by that third year, I think we're going to start seeing some next-level players. And that's that third – I'm really looking forward to that third year. Um, under Wes Miller to, to watch them kind of turn a corner um, as a program. Um, and one of the things I want to do, um, I, I wanted to do it this week, but we weren't able to do it. Um, hopefully next week, maybe the week after, and that is uh, plan to get some of these uh, guys that are newly on the staff onto the podcast. Um, there are a couple guys uh, that are on the staff that um, I know very well. Um, one of the guys played in my Shining Star AU program, and um, he's a new hire. I'm not going to mention his name and all that just yet. Um, one of uh, I think I mentioned this last pod podcast. One of our old interns for Shining Star uh, will be a, a GA at UC. Um, former Bearcat basketball player, 
or may, matter of fact, two former Bearcat basketball players will also be on staff. Uh, I'm really, really excited about that. My hope is to get a bunch of those guys on the podcast just to talk a little bit about their journey and um, kind of their role at the University of Cincinnati. So just kind of looking, you know, at the at the makeup of this staff, I mean, there's a lot of potential, I think, for this staff that I really, really like. And nothing against, you know, John Brannon or Mick Cronin prior to, and I think, you know, their staffs all had their, their strengths. Um, but I'm, I'm anxious to see what Wes Miller's staff can do. I think he's got a really, really strong staff. And Chris Lepore, let me not forget about him. Uh, he's like Wes Miller's right-hand man. I had a chance to sit down with him for a while and talk. Really, really good guy. He was asking me on where to live in Cincinnati. Should it be on the east side? Should it be on the west side? And I give him this long speech about east side, west side. And he settles in in northern Kentucky. <laughs> it's like he's like he's like I ain't gonna listen to Meech. Um, but no, it, it was a uh, it it was a great conversation I had with Chris. I think all those coaches. I had a chance to meet Chad Dollar. I had a chance to meet everybody on the staff, um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, the season's gonna be here sooner than later. My hope is we are back from a standpoint of full capacity in Fifth Third Arena. I'm hearing a lot. Obviously, June 2nd, I believe, uh, DeWine has lifted the the mask order for those that are vaccinated. And then, like, the Reds and different people are going to go back full capacity. And my hope is by the time basketball season starts, you know, we can get back rocking and rolling in Fifth Third Arena. Football season. Um, and it'd be a shame, too. When you look at the football, football's going to possibly be top ten in the country with some amazing recruits, uh, amazing team coming back. It'd be a shame if, if Bearcat fans didn't have a chance really to enjoy that with a you know, full-capacity uh, crowd, and I'm, uh, I'm hoping that's the case. And shoot, Stu, you coach at Walnut Hills. I'm hoping high school basketball I'm hoping. is back, right? I'm hoping 100%. 100%. And it's, it's great for these kids, too, you know, for the kids. Be, like July will be the first time the kids can actually be recruited face-to-face. -face. Wow. So on the AU circuit. Yeah. That's gonna be an exciting time. Yeah, I might get out there. You gonna you gonna get out there and who, I might get because your pro career is coming up. You're gonna have twenty. I'm gonna have twenty plus unless you win the Vaximillion and you have your bookstore restaurant. Then I'm gonna buy a team too. And you put go myself on it. Now see, now MJ, you got a million. I didn't huh? say you had <laughs> fifty million. I'm a, I'm a I'm a buy a little. So you can say buy an overseas team. I'm like, buy an overseas team over in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. You let me know how that works out. Good, good to know you. Good to know you. Boy, Stu was a good guy until he oh. bought that team in Afghanistan. <laughs> um, listen, in, in summation, this is, uh, th this is what I have. Um, I'll say this again. I had a great conversation with John Cunningham. Um, I loved what he had to say in terms of the direction and, and some of the goals that he had in mind, which I think were very aggressive for UC basketball. Um, I'm impressed with what Wes Miller is doing. I'm impressed with the, the staff he's put together, some of the kids he's bringing in to fill that roster. Uh, I'm excited, you know, and, and I, know, I know a lot of Bearcat fans kind of, you know, jumped off when, when Brandon was fired and, you know, we didn't have a team and, oh, we're gonna suck next year. This is gonna be a complete mess. And I think if you make the right hire, you have the structure in place. And I think I said this on the podcast, the structure's there. So I think our ability to have success sooner than later is there. And I think the moves I'm seeing Wes Miller make will be back on the map sooner than later. And I, I, I'd love to see a Final Four soon. I mean, you think about, and, I, and I'm going to say this, and people look at me crazy when I say I think UC could you know, make a Final Four run at some point soon. People look at me crazy, but I'm like, think about UCLA last year with Mick Cronin. I mean, who would have thunk that when they went on a four-game losing streak, looked awful towards the end of the season, and then a couple things happen? You know, you've got some key pieces, some kids that buy in. You've got Johnny Juzang, who can, is one of the better scorers. You know, he was a – I call him the poor man's Paul Pierce. I mean, he was unstoppable. <laughs> and they make that run. Mm. 
And I, I just, if you get kids to buy in, and I think you've got the right, the right system in place, your kids have confidence at the right time, you never know. Mm. You never know. So I'm excited for the future of Bearcat basketball. But I'm also excited to find out what Stu Holt has researched and found as the Black National Anthem. We've, we figured out that uh, Sweet Caroline is the White National Anthem. And you, you can, I mean, you literally could put that on anywhere in grocery store. Oh, you put it. Oh, you put it on in Kroger. Kroger and Hyde Park, they would lose their mind. Kroger and Hyde Park would turn into a nightclub. Mm. So, before I do that, I do want to. I want to do the fact check with the. He was right. Yeah, I hear hooping and he pro. He pro. Hey, he pro. And Stu, how dare you doubt? You're right. Cruzy. Yeah, I'm, you're right. Absolutely. Well, the shame on me. Sure shame Cruzy on me. Cruzy is a wealth of knowledge. Not only he is he a great comedian, obviously, and a musical artist, but just yeah. his all around knowledge. Well, look, what does he have on today? When he has this on, the glasses. The glasses. And the shorts. And the shorts. The shorts give him power. But when it's when he has the combination, let's look at the combination right now. Right, he's got the glasses. Yep, he's got the long sleeve tee Check. with the shorts and the chucks. When you when he when he what well, should have knew if he had the hat on. If he would have had the hat on, if yeah. Apparently, with Cruzy, it's this thing where he gets a haircut mm -hmm. and he wears a hat for almost a month because it takes it almost a month for his haircut to settle in. Have you ever? He said sometimes too much. Have you ever heard of this? Like well, when Stu, when you get a haircut and you get a taper. You were letting everybody see that. Here's the thing. Day one. Here's the thing. To the point where you're not wearing no hat. You're not wearing no hood. I don't care how cold it is. I don't care how cold it is. You're not putting no hat. You're going to see. I don't care if I catch some tuberculosis. <laughs> Another inside joke. Okay. Shout out Jay Thomas. Shout out to Jay Thomas. But it don't matter. They're going to see that tape. They're going to see the tape. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Come you on, you, man. you work too hard. Man, come on. You you go. <laughs> I love it, man. Come on, come on. <laughs> Don't play with me. All right, here All we right. go. I'm not gonna give you one, but I am gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you a few. I'm gonna tell you which one I think's one. All right, you ready for that? I'm gonna name a few. I'm gonna okay. name a few. The first one, because there's different genres. I'm, I'm excited for this. You make me happy. <laughs> hey, come on now. Ooh. Hey, come on. But I will say that. I will say this. If at a if at a barbecue or if a family yes. reunion. For sure. Everybody's getting up. It, it it ages some people out. But it does. Yes. But that's a that's a good one. Juicy. Biggie. Mm. Now that one right there. Mm-hmm. That one right there. We might have a winner. We might have a winner. That might be the winner. Hey, that might be the this winner. This is excellent research. Um so we got Frankie Beverly and Mays. Yes. We Biggie got, Smalls. We got Biggie. And um I, I want to say this right here, but I don't know what this might do. This is a build-up. I like build-ups. I don't know if I want to say this, though. I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I don't know this is what it's going to do to our name. You know? <laughs> I'm nervous. You should be. I, I don't think I'm going to say it. I don't, I don't think. It I mean, there's an artist that, you know, oh, yeah, I think I know their name might not be the name to say right now. These days, you R. Know. Kelly. Well, he said it. I ain't saying. I it. said it. R. Kelly. Step, step, side to side. <laughs> that that is, but okay. I'm I'm gonna try not to swim in these waters too too much. I will say this. Okay. R. Kelly is in a lot of trouble. He is. I've been in a lot of trouble, mm -hmm. and he he's gonna get canceled mm -hmm. if he hasn't already canceled. But I'm here to say. R. Kelly might be my favorite R&B artist of all time. Man. I'm telling you, man, you go back and listen to those. And it hurts to even listen to him now. Because you're like, wait a minute, what was he talking about? <laughs> was it, wait. And it's a shame. But I'm telling you what, if, if, if R. Kelly wasn't in the trouble he is and you put that song on, that's, 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 that's yeah. definitely... Absolutely. But I'm going to say this. The winner's juicy. I, I thought so. I, I think that, that hits mm -hmm. that hits all the age. Yeah. 
because it even the sample even takes you back like everything kind of comes together but but the the Beverly and Maze I'm telling you that song come on that's people that's gonna true. start dancing in a, in a in a uniform setting you mm. know what I mean like mm. it's that's the thing about you that song you make me <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Make sure. Uh, see, nah, I ain't Man. gonna do that. Man, I ain't gonna do that. Frankie, Beverly, and Maze. I know there's something we're missing. There's probably some other old school tracks we're missing. Oh, there's there's a plethora of songs I'm on sure. here. You know what I mean? Don't don't, don't put no Luther on, because if you put some Luther on, that's come on, man. I, don't don't never get me too on. much. Never too much. Yeah, no, don't, hey, don't do that. A house. Don't put no Earth, Wind, and Fire on either. See, that, I think they might. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna stick with Juicy. I'm, okay. Because Earth, of, Wind, and Fire, though. No, no. Let me say this. Let me Do say this. Do you remember? Man. So. Oh, I thought. Me, I thought he was about. To, <laughs> I thought he's about to start playing it. No, I would say this. With Sweet Caroline, it's got a certain energy to it. Yeah. It, you know, it gets like you can play it at a baseball game, and they'll go. They'll, they'll just stop the baseball game. The umpires start waving the ball in there. That they'll stop. Juicy has that same. Has an energy to yeah. it, right? Yeah. That you put that on. It's almost like you're outside cool. and you can see like kids playing. You can see somebody barbecuing. Mm. You can see somebody riding a bike. You can see. You can see it. You can see the whole picture when you hear that song. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Ju- Juicy's the winner. But I, I would like to say that there is a play, there is a team. I just had to say this. There is a college basketball team. That every if you go to one of their games, every single game you go to, Sweet Caroline will play. You said a college game? There is a college team that every single game of theirs, home game, Let that me guess. song is playing. Let me guess. Can I guess the team? You can guess. Savior. Absolutely. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I don't like that song. And the student section be in it. I don't. Bum, bum, bum. I knew it. And on, I knew Xavier would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And you Father Graham be like, <laughs> damn blue blob. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that. that's well, this, this has been fun. It's this been is fun. this has been fun between Cruzy and and just figuring out the the national anthems of all of our great cultures. Um, Very good. It's 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 been fun. I tell you one thing that's that's absolute. Like, I think in 2021, what I have found to be a little not bizarre. I don't know what the right word for this is, but. You think about like 1995 when I grew up, you wouldn't hear certain songs on the radio because of the of the topic, right? That doesn't exist in 2021. They'll still play that song. They might edit out parts of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm on um, Instagram and I'm on the the Explorer page and they had a band who at a high school game in like North Carolina always plays I got five on it. Mm. Have you seen this? I've seen the video. And they always play it. And I'm like, does the principal know five on it is like a reference to buying drugs? Like, I got five on it. I'm like, I'm like, how are they getting away with this? They don't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. They probably found out later. But they were doing it like every game. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I was like, wow, fascinated by that. Yeah. Um, quickly, uh, as always, I really need to give a huge shout out to our presenting sponsor, the Healthcare Management Group. Um, shout out to everyone at HCMG, and, and thanks again for your support. Also, uh, definitely shouts out to another one of our sponsor, the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. Um, both, both groups, I, I thank you so much for helping our podcast grow and it has grown and I've got good news. I've got a meeting next week, fellas. Mm. My meeting next week is with another potential sponsor of the show, which would allow us to not only grow, but also we'll be doing some podcasts at their business. Mm. Yes. Good. And that's going to be so we can engage the fans, get the fans out, have some of the fans on and talk a little bit. We're going to get some former players to actually come to that venue, come on the podcast, engage with the fans, talk a little bit about their playing days. Mm. That's going to be good. Very good. Mm. Good. Very good. And then eventually, after Stu wins the 
Vaximilian. Absolutely. We are going to host it at his uh, bookstore chicken joint yep. in the corner. Yep. Stu Ellis. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, it's called what? Uh-huh. Stu no, Ellis. I'm going to call it Stewie's. Stewie's. That's excellent. Very good. Because it kind of sounds like. It sounds like my favorite pizza joint, Dewey's. <laughs> good. Very good. That's good. I am with that. That's good. I'm going to have Meech at the door just welcoming people. <laughs> Welcome back. Ooh, welcome back <laughs> to Stewie's. <laughs> oh, oh, you know sad. what? I want to thank everybody for their support. <laughs> uh, you can find me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. Not E-M. Not U-M. I have more people spelling my name all kind of ways. It's M-E-A. C-H-A-M. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. Snapchat, Big Meach 41. And I'm on TikTok, still. Good. At Alex Meacham 41. Good. Still no video up mm. on TikTok. But let's all hope. We can have hope. We can have hope. You know. Keep hope, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. We'll see what happens. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of The Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go, Go Bearcats. Bearcats. Ooh, we sent all three of us to good. <laughs>